to hair wrong, they're wrong. I'm listening to hair wrong, from hair wrong. I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome to episode 107. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, sir. I just want to start out with um, Get Well Soon to Dr. Dre. Yeah, absolutely. He a, yeah, he was having um, some medical issues. I heard it was a brain aneurysm, which there's any number of things that could have onset that. Um so I want to wish him a get well soon, man. That's that's a rough one. Absolutely, man. Definitely, yeah. Dr. Dre. Because, you know, that's something that could definitely affect your cognitive ability. And that's a man who lives, you know, his his creative uh, ability is, is, is his, is his uh, bread and butter. So I hope that he doesn't uh, suffer anything long-lasting from that. But, yeah, get well soon, Dr. Dre. Yeah, man. So uh, you've been watching anything as of recent? Yeah, I caught this pretty interesting movie. Um, I actually don't remember the name of it. I actually didn't look at the name of it. I just started watching it because um, Boyd Holbrook was in it. But um, it was pretty dope. It, it was basically like uh, Tenet Light, basically. Okay. I, I, there's there's no other way to describe it. Basically, um, in the future, a civil war happens that causes catastrophic damage. So this chick keeps coming back from the future to eliminate the people that caused it in the past. And the story follows uh Boyd Holbrook's character who's um who's a uh what is he doing? Who 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 is a cop that encounters this chick for the first time in 19 like 88 and um he ends up killing her. And he's like, "Oh shit." You know and and it's sort of like it 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 tears his life apart because um his his partner ends up injured um uh on the same night basically his wife was delivering and he chose to go chase after this um this the this lead because he was really going after um the detective position mm. so he was highly motivated to go after the um the 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 any 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 lead he could to get his um get some shit under his belt and this ended up having get him cross paths with this chick and he becomes obsessed with it and like 9 years later she reappears again and um it's just basically she goes on a cycle of 9 years uh she re- re- reoccurs and the movie go- jumps like every 9 years throughout his um uh life until uh you get to the resolution where you find out what exactly happened and it was it was pretty dope i enjoyed it it was i'm, I'm trying to find the fucking name of this movie right now uh i I wish i knew one of the other actors names in it so it would narrow it down a little bit but it was pretty good it was something i seen on netflix i'm pretty sure it's not new either but um boy holbrook he's uh you remember logan yeah he's the he's the villain in logan the skinny blonde dude with the gotcha metallic arm Mm -hmm. also from um narcos but yeah it was a pretty good movie i enjoyed it at first i was like it was really funny because he becomes so obsessed with the with this character and his life falls apart because of it. Um, mm-hmm. Naturally, people think he's insane. He's like, oh, this she's coming back from the future. It's every nine years. You got to catch her. You get what I'm saying? So, And there was no connection in 
to her victims in his timeline. So mm. there was no no way for anyone to piece the, the case together. They, they were just all a bunch of cold cases. Yeah, so, they didn't connect until the future. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So he ends up becoming like a bum. Um, events, the, like I think either the second or the third time she comes back, she ends up killing his partner by accident. So that's really what throws him over the edge. And like when he jumps forward in the nine years, he's full hobo status. He's got the hobo beard. He's got the long hair. He's, you know what I mean? He's living out of his car. And, and in the last jump in nine, nine years ahead, he's like camping out at the spot where he knows she'll arrive. So it's, it's pretty cool. I like, I like the character's, um, descent and ultimate redemption at the end. Because I was the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yo, my nigga, you're ridiculous, bro. Let it go. Let it go. At this point in the movie, I was just like, just like everybody else in his life, I was like, bro, you're ridiculous right now. Like, I don't even know why you're chasing this chick. Like, it's such, like, there was, I guess, I guess that's why he's the hero, right? <laughs> I guess that's why he's the hero. Because there's so much motivation or so much for him to just, like, leave her be based on, you know, what he knows and what he doesn't know. But you're killing innocent people, so I'm going to stop you. That's... That is pretty much his motivation the whole you know, way through. OCD is rampant throughout the population. <laughs> you know, it could just be that it was never spoken, but that character suffers from massive OCD, like mother's milk. And it's just like, yo, I can't help but fuck with you now. Bro. Like, you've triggered what? me. You've triggered the OCD. Bro, the minute she, um, like, he gets obsessed, dude. I, I, I was Shadow of the Moon. In the Shadow of the Moon is the movie's name. In the shadow of the moon. Okay. Yeah. That sounds vaguely interesting. It was pretty fun. I'm not going to spoil the, the twist for you just in case anybody wanted to watch Man, it. Tenet it did it better, fun. though. Absolutely. Shoot. That's why I was I'm like, Tenet here, While you're I, trying to, to explain <laughs> it, I'm sitting here thinking back to Tenet. I'm like, yo, this nigga went back in time and built an organization. Yo, my nigga. Ugh, Tenet was really cool, I enjoyed it a lot. Like A lot of people didn't get it. And that's that sucks for them. Because they're missing out on a really amazingly done storyline. But yeah. Yeah, you know, Christopher Nolan's flex. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've just been catching up on the Expanse, but I want to wait to talk about that till the season um, finale because that that's an entertaining one. So okay. if you're following along, definitely keep watching that. Um, but yeah, there hasn't been much going on in entertainment news. I did catch up on one little uh, beef on the island. I thought this <laughs> shit was hilarious, yo. Which so, one? Um, now uh, I guess Popcon had some words for Usain Bolt because yeah. yeah, he, he put a cosign on a whack track and he's like, "Yo, Regin, there's much more you that could have used the strength, yo." And I, 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 not for nothing. Oh, that's funny. Not for nothing, like. I, I understand him. I understand him, but you can't really mad at the man for choosing to put his yeah. name on whatever. But yo, he it was kind of shady because it, it did the, the way that he uh, endorsed the track. It looked like he was on the track. I was like, oh shit, you <laughs> saying got the vocals? Man, Apparently I listened to the track over and over. He's a producer now, oh, or a not producer now? But yeah, executive he's producer. No, so no, he's dabbling in making music. Executive that producer. too, of course, <laughs> definitely. He's also the executive producer. But well, now, nah, man, I think. Uh, but apparently he's jumping into the music game. I understand Popcorn's feelings, but unfortunately those are the ones that you got to kind of stuff down because yep. you can't really vex the man for, for, for choosing to promote an artist that he might have ties to. You feel me? You know what I mean? If he's if he's producing, executive, or whatever, you know what I mean? He has, you know, you can't vex him for throwing around his name if you want to throw around his name. 
But uh, nepotism, yeah, Popcorn did have some. Nepotism is like fifty percent of the point of success. You feel me? Yo, to bring it up to people below. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's true. That's what it's about. True story. It's about helping out the people below you and making sure they don't have to go through the struggle you did. Or even if they do, just giving them an outlet. You know what I or mean? Or a yeah. legitimate opportunity. Yeah, yeah giving people yeah. opportunities because yeah, you know. Sure. That's the problem with this this uh, American corporate nepotism is that they keep on promoting the inept. Exactly. It's like and That's it's like, man, you know, I'm not, I'm genuinely not mad at you for giving the position to someone you know, but give it to someone who you know who can do the job well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give it to somebody who that when we try to come and talk shit, like, yo, why are you giving out jobs? You be like, but look how good he's doing look at, at the my job. Man score though. Look at my man score look though. At my man, yo, my man's over here balling out of control. See that? Me? I'm not mad at. I'm genuinely not mad at that because I could always create my own opportunities. I don't know. I feel like you know what I mean. If at some point in your life you're gonna have to start making your own lane, and mm-hmm. if you're successful at doing so, then you'll be the one who's doing that. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. who and, and 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 that's how communities grow. You know, like, and there was another dude that was talking about it too. I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with him, but he actually brought it up in a much better way, which is was to attack the yes men around Usain Bolt, who was like, "Yo, y'all should have known the song was whack, and you should have told it to." Yeah, no, the song was but, and that wasn't, and that was not appreciated. Like, like you, Usain, you got the resources here, bro. Jen, don't, don't. Don't bring up no action. That's the angle that dude came from. It was like, yo, there's yep, people in your camp. Angle. There's a bunch of people in your camp that sat and listened to that song before you put it to air. And the worst part is, is that he could have told us it was hot. He could have kept the homie, but it's you saying, mm-hmm. get popcorn. Yo, yep. clearly there's people get who want to jump on the track. Nigga, you know what yeah. I mean? Get so, flex, get a, a legit, flex and bring on um, some people who could have yeah, used the strength absolutely. too. Absolutely. And yeah, it's like, yo, bro, you just make a better song. That Okay, that's the argument that I I would pretty much bring to the forefront. Not the, I feel a type of way because you, you don't give a man, you know, the strength. Yeah, I would be upset because you made a whack song and you don't <laughs> need to make no whack song. You have all of the resources available to you to make a much better song. Yo, yeah, you see it, man. Everybody in the dancehall wouldn't want to work with you. So you're not for cut them kind of corner. They just... Just make a real song, no matter what y'all do. You know, so you know, so Jamaica people are gonna kill you for that already. Yeah, you know, so they're gonna kill you. For it's it. true because because they would have given them a much leeway. It, it didn't have to be great, but it had to be better than that. Yeah, for me, that this, that, competition is stiff in dancehall, bro. Yeah, man. Competition oh, yeah. Is stiff, very much so. Yo, and I didn't like how they was coming at Idonia. Vibes was coming at Idonia, say, yeah, yeah, second rate artist. <laughs> Yo, Bridgen, Idonia is not a second rate artist. Idonia is a first class. <laughs> Dancehall artist that is Yo, to that is everybody's rude. a second rate artist and I can understand that that but man <laughs> I felt some type of way from that I was like yo yo vibes I, I, always I, I, I shots, definitely part with Idonia yo you can't big bottom up so yo that's funny but yeah man anyway that's pretty much the only entertainment news I've really been indulging in um pretty much the whole news cycle has been engulfed in the the current fuckery going on, on at the Capitol building yep. but um. Yeah, there's um actually I did see something else going on. Yo, Google employees are attempting to unionize. Do it. And they're doing it in such a way like so typically one of the cornerstones of unionization is employment contracts. And so they require that their union uh members sign on to certain types of employment contracts. And so that's very limiting for who can join a union in a workplace that employs many different types of workers. Okay. The way that the Google employees are unionizing is in such a way that it is inclusive of subcontractors and and people who are not 
fully employed by Google. So this is going to be massive, massive if it's actually successful. And for all intents and purposes, from what I see from Tech America is that typically they will do everything in their power to prevent you from realizing your power. <laughs> yep. But since they themselves are typically very versed in soft techniques, when you attempt to exercise your power, they typically fold, especially if you have legality behind you. And they do have that. So I actually, any, I think that Google will negotiate with them extremely shrewdly. And so it'll be very difficult to get a contract um, from them that is, that is, you know, inclusive of everything that the unionization is attempting to do. But I do think that they will negotiate with them. Which I do think a, that they'll come a, to the a table. Good starting point. And so, yeah, this is a major move. Mm-hmm. And so, and that has knock on ramifications for a lot of things, a lot of things, because Google as an umbrella corporation would then have to pre- um, pass on policies to a lot of the companies under them. And that'll change, you know, just the general employment structure. And, and and I think that that's a good thing overall. You know, it's something that they employ a lot of people, you know, maybe not as many as Amazon. But <coughs> having a, a, a pro worker um, work environment like that will allow them to expand into a lot of different industries because they can be a, a competitor you know, in the employment market, because that's, you know, that's one way to be competitive as a business, especially when you're a big business. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, if you can produce a similar service at higher quality, you know, because the employees will, will probably work better in that better work environment, you're going to, you're going to win. Yeah, you're gonna win, especially in an in a service based economy, in a service based industry. You know what I mean. So this is, I think, this is a really positive move. Um, hopefully, you know their their um organization and um mobilization becomes fruitful. Now, <clears throat> on the converse, you have the chain that owns Vons and Albertsons, and I believe it's also Safeway. Just did a massive layoff of all of their union drivers, Damn, that's and replaced sucks. them with DoorDash drivers. Wow, that's fucked up. And so, pretty much now with Prop Twenty Two, which they were very much proponents of, they they just eliminated all of the costs of insuring any of their drivers, because these these DoorDash drivers are uninsured, uncontracted laborers. So they have no, they have no, uh, none of the employee overhead that comes with even keeping like, you know, <laughs> uh, a, a salary account for drivers. Like they've just eliminated all of that. Damn. I mean, that's rough. In in the capitalist environment, can you blame them? Like, it's that's, of course it's a terrible it's idea, and I and I hate it. But in the paradigm they're working in, that's. With 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 all of the legislation moving towards making it, you know, more more beneficial to utilize these 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 drivers, 
it's you know these services are all going to start getting cut from these big big companies in lieu of using contract drivers and that sucks because that's a huge huge market there's a lot of people who drive for a living for these companies and they're all going to be put into a really like uncomfortable workspace because that gig workspace is nothing like their unionized driving work and so but this is something that, that this is what happens so there's an ebb and flow Okay, so they go ahead and they they fire all of their union drivers and force them into that pool because they're going to probably then probably try to pick up jobs as DoorDash drivers. And so then they're going to be in that pool of people in that pool of people. Hopefully those unionized people will keep that same mindset and then reform unions inside of these with those drivers. Like hopefully the organization. That would be an excellent count. Yeah. And and so that's the that that should be the healthy natural ebb and flow that could counteract movements like this because now you know they've just done that but if now all of these drivers unionize and then demand healthcare then they've just picked back up the costs again and also <laughs> it would be a repudiation of that bullshit that that they were pushing that all of these drivers wanted Prop Twenty Two to pass. When this was that was the attempt of prop uh uh prop twenty two was was designed to break up the calls for these drivers to get more more uh Benefits. standing as employees to the people who utilize them as drivers and so you know hopefully you know we can get some organization out of this and they can mobilize to to get those drivers to fight back against that because Man, that was that was a terrible one, man. California, boo on you guys for that. That was terrible signing in Prop Twenty Two because that's what that's what's ushering in all of these these massive movements from um, uh, companies that have drivers to the gig drivers. Um, but yeah, so you get some steps forward with Google, you get some steps backward with Safeway companies. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm gonna try to stay away from Bonds and Albertsons though. That's a, that's a that's a fuckboy move. That's a real fuckboy move, you know. I'm gonna try to stick to my Ralphs and superiors, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I had. The rest of everything was 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 all politics for the most point. Um, one of the, my projections from from my uh, 2021 projections episode, the uh, the Georgia Senate race, uh, they tallied up the votes and they won. Uh, the Democrats won both seats. So I'm just interested to see what uh bullshit they use to uh try to uh try to justify the lack of movement on any kind of real substantive progressive change that needs to happen. You know, like we're all, you know, we're all happy because of our progressive senators and and congress people that get elected in, but really they're disenfranchised, you know, and and that's even embodied very much in this whole force to vote argument that's been happening. You know, like there's literally no legislative mechanic to force the vote. Like a lot of people don't seem to understand that the the congressional the way the congressional floor is structured is not democratic. You vote the people in, but once they are in that Congress, they are at the they are at the the behest of the majority leader. The majority leader makes all of the rules. And Nancy Pelosi has been the majority leader for a long time. And you better believe she's made a lot of rules that would prevent 
her from getting voted out. One of the rules that she's passed is that the minority of the majority cannot vote with the minority party to oust the leader. That's she she removed the ability of the floor to do that. And when, and so now there's no mechanic to try to even force a vote, but people aren't aren't aware of the massive disenfranchisement of the people in Congress, you know? And so I'm not I, I'm I, I'm wondering what story they're going to spin and weave to keep people ignorant to the fact that, you know, honestly, the Speaker of the House is the one who's responsible for why none of this stuff gets pushed. Because Mitch McConnell always has has bail shot to him because Nancy Pelosi refuses to put the slate on the floor for the House to vote on so that it has to be passed to the Senate. And so the Senate gets to pass the buck and say, well, oh, I'd love to give you $2,000, but Nancy Pelosi over here has not presented me a reasonable bill to provide people this bullshit. And so, you know, we need to, you know what I mean? We need to figure out some way around that because, you know, I'm I'm happy for the Democrats that they have control uh, or they don't have control. I think it's, it's 50-50 with Kamala being the deciding vote. Um on legislation, but what are you going to do with it? What, what, what stories are you going to weave when, when the police are still getting ramped up funding to get more militarized and do nothing to help, to help, you know, the communities that they're most heavily present in. So, you know, that, you know, that, that projection I have no idea where that's going to lead because that's really going to be incumbent on on people who I have no faith in. <laughs> it's going to be incumbent on a Congress that's that's populated in in majority by people who are in pretty much bad faith at this point. I mean, and that's been that's shown. L- look at how many uh, uh, people voted to to hold up the the um, confirmation of the electoral college votes. Now, granted, I believe they were all Republicans. I don't think a single Democrat sided with that, which that would be wild. I don't even like I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be absolutely intrigued by whatever that person had to say in defense of that that position. That it'd have to be some wild fuckery, yo. It'd have to be wild. Nah, it wouldn't be worth it either way. You don't think it would be funny? You don't think that'd be worth it for comedic value? I don't know. Because you know the internet be undefeated. I would love to see what <laughs> the sure internet the comes internet with. I'm sure the internet could make up something funnier than what could happen in that particular instance. Uh, but yeah, so Georgia turns blue, mostly due to the to the overwhelming turnout of of the black population. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Shout out to Stacey Abrams, Black Male Voter Project, um, the New Georgia Project. Um, uh, really American. There's a lot of there's a lot of really powerful. Uh, I forgot Andrew Yang. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, shout out to Andrew Yang. He, I, I don't particularly think that he was super effective, but shout out to Andrew Yang. He was there and he gave, you know, and and that's the thing is, is that no matter how much I might despise certain parts of his ideology, what I won't do, I won't bat him up for his for for his feet on the ground because he has his feet on the ground and he is attempting to do what he thinks is right. And so I definitely give them all props for that. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of people on the ground. There's a lot of positive organizations. Um, you know, 
definitely tune into clickbaity political thirst trap if you're interested in following any of that they're really big in the um the politics of the south um and so yeah um but anyway yeah beyond that i hope that there is something to be had of of this political environment right now because it has been very obstructionist up to this point and now there is a uh, uh an environment in which there could be some movement and there's tons of things to be moved on. You know, there's, there's tons of shit to get done. It's not like, you know, we're in such a comfortable place that, you know, the Congress could, could parlay, you know, and, and push the buck to the next, you know, the hundred and what, 117th, 118th Congress. But, um, yeah, so that was, I just wanted to point that out that that prediction, uh, already started ripening. So we'll get to see where that leads us. Um, but something interesting. So, I guess this is what the political maneuvering that uh, AOC and some of the other um, squad members were were trying to maneuver for. Um, Nancy Pelosi appoints the uh, progressive, the most progressive reform committee to, to date, and so the Congressional Reform Committee is in charge of updating the rules and policies, um, and also. Uh, making sure that um there's oversight to to the congressional uh departments and appointments. Ooh, I know they hate that old word. So this is interesting cuz they were they appointed Cory Bush, hey. AOC, hey. Rashida Tlaib <laughs> and Katie Porter. And I'm just like wait a second. Uh, they, either a they've they've found a way to defang that that committee and totally silence it or b they're making a play to to say hey you know what they, they they're gonna go scorched earth like they're gonna they're i mean they're gonna attempt to at least got to root out point. a ton of shit like the, these four to. women are probably the, the four women who i would trust the most outside of maybe a handful others in the entire government to 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 do this this job i want like they're going to 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 put a lot of shit on the table i'm wondering if pelosi's like well fuck it they got more shit to put on the table than me so i could I, you know she's she she's constantly under political fire for tons of shit she's like listen i could take a couple more shots they're going to take way more fire than me because that's a that's a wild appointment. That's a wild committee to appoint right there. It's all good. They're all pretty young. They they're all very it. young, and they're all technic. They've all spoken out against her, which mm-hmm. is interesting. But they all, I believe, did vote for her to maintain her her seat. And I think that this was the political play they were going for. Compromise is the name of the game. Which is, that's what they were elected to do is play politics. Like, listen, you you could elect someone t- to be as progressive as you want, but if you're electing them into this government then you are electing them to participate in politics and so they are going to guess what participate in politics and so i'm not mad at any of them if this is their play i don't know this just could have been something completely outside of them that this happened i doubt it but you know definitely i'm interested in seeing where this goes because that is a very very stacked committee stacked like a motherfucker but yeah some strong names yeah for real Oh man, and this is something that I saw that came from 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 across the pond was a uh, a UK judge denies the extradition of Julian Assange to America. Yeah, I heard about which that. is a huge victory for him. 
Because that's, you know he was going to get crucified in the American that's legal sure. system. You know what I mean? And 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 I think that that's a I think that one of the more important aspects of this is that even a foreign judge recognizes how how ridiculously inhumane the American um incarceration system is to the point where they wouldn't they don't believe that it can have any positive effect on the mental state of a of a prisoner because I think that that was what he was state that the the the, the judge stated because the judge was absolutely not pro Assange like the judge is absolutely down with prosecuting him he's just not willing to prosecute him in America because he believes that America would keep him in inhumane conditions for a, for a prolonged period of time um, unjustly. It would make an example of him for sure, and 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 that's the sad part is like, man, how America has fallen, how America has fallen, man, and it's and and it's not just that it's fallen from any kind of real greatness. I'm talking about the perception of America, uh, that other countries have has dropped so much because America is what it is. It's is what it's always been. And 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 that's that's to be understood. But the the perception of America was always a very lofty one. They were always able to project that greatness. Um, but boy, man, has the veil been pulled off? Um, especially now with the the fuckery that's going on. And we'll move on and talk about that in a second. But um, yeah, I think that's huge for Julian Assange. Huge for press freedom because I. Whatever happens throughout the legal system, I think that despite Julian Assange being a tool bag, he has a legal precedent to protect him. And, you know, for whatever whatever it's worth, whatever... And I wouldn't say that it's his self-imposed exile because it's defi- he's definitely evading a very real threat <laughs> out there. But it's still all... It's mainly because of things he's chosen to do. You know, there's definitely steps he could have taken to mediate some of this hardship that he's going through. But that being said, he still doesn't deserve to be to be locked up any any longer, especially because, you know, he as I was just stating, he has a a, a journalistic precedent that protects him. He absolutely uh, has uh, proof of the journalistic uh, integrity behind the way he he handles his sources and disseminated the information, and so you know it, that is what it is. I'm I'm glad to see that they're not going to extradite him to America at very least. I hope that he can get a, a fair trial in the UK. Um, but definitely he beat the Switzerland extradition. He beat the he beat the US extradition. I mean, clearly the man has a powerful legal standing <laughs> on his side. You know, at some point, you know, the legal system it's just not it's not gonna be uh cost effective to hold him anymore like the man is has drawn so much of the system's resources and to his credit man like that's that's a you know that that's one way to strike at the system tie up their resources (laughs) fuck it you chasing my ass around trying to do all this bullshit that's just some that's a few less assholes on the street doing with you know harassing other people but yeah i just wanted to give a a a shout out to the to, to mr assange uh for for beating that case or beating that extradition. He didn't beat the case yet. <laughs> but um yeah, uh moving on from that, yo, 
did you see they had a whole like hour tape of Trump trying to to uh, strong arm Georgia election officials. So this guy's pretty much <laughs> melting down at this point. And we could pretty much start talking about like the, the current state of things. Well, first of all, I want to oh, say that goodness. this is not a coup. OK, let's be 100 percent honest. This is not a coup. OK, this, this, for, if, if you want to see a coup, look look at what uh, Omar Gaddafi did. OK, look at what happens in, in, in places like like Cuba, where there's real coups that happen. OK, these are a bunch of incels LARPing as citizens. OK, that's not a coup. And they're they're utilizing a, a, a social aspect of our society that has just been long ignored. And that is the privilege of white people to do whatever the fuck they want. And so this is not a coup. All right. These people, for this to be a coup, they would have had to actually have a real government to want to install afterwards. Donald Trump's not a real government exactly. to install. Like, what are you fucking doing? Like, they have no plans. They have plan. no plans. This is a bunch of fucking randos <laughs> LARPing what they um, consider a protest to be. Okay. And if you're not familiar with LARPing, it's live action role playing. These people are so separated from what it is to be a human being that they 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 see what's going on and they are pretending to do what they think people would do in a situation like this. This is this is a bunch of rebellious assholes doing the same exact thing that they accuse Black Lives Matter of doing. And doing it in a far worse way at a federal building. Like that's the thing is like citizens are lashing out against corporations and these fucktards are, are yelling at the <laughs> citizens like they're rioters and they're destroying the government buildings that that support their lifestyle. And they don't see how that is far worse than any property damage that comes because of the disregard for black lives in America. Like the, the, the utter hypocrisy. It's and, and man, it's a bad look, man. The rest of the world is looking at America like mm China, China. And Russia have both gone on national television saying, "Look at y'all! Yeah. Look at they y'all!" Couldn't fucking wait, China was bro. like, "China, oh, they China, what? Wait. Yo, they were, yo, the, the Chinese PM was like, yo, <laughs> you guys had the nerve to promote the 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 unrest in Hong Kong, and now really? look at you, yeah, yeah, exactly. now look wait. at you, throw that shit back look in their at face. You. Oh man, they were they were giddy." Like I've never seen the I've never seen uh, Vladimir Putinvich. <laughs> Yo, you know that nigga's name, middle name is Putinvich. That's pretty. Bro, lit. like that nigga's that nigga's first name said, "Say it again." <laughs> My name is Vladimir. Vladimir. No, no, it's, it's Putin. Putinvich. Something, some shit. Uh, Putin bro. Putin. Yeah, I don't, bro. When I heard this nigga's name being called, I was like, "What the fuck? Did he just? Did they just repeat his first name twice? Because yes, he's that uh, boss? Great emperor." Did, yo, did, he, let, did his first name become land. an honorific or something? Like, what the fuck? But no, anyway, yeah, they were they were so happy to release their 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 public statements as oh, to what's what? happening right now. And you know, and 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 I'm sitting here thinking, like, what did they? Exp- this is what this nigga said he was gonna do. This is exactly like why are people acting surprised and like, oh, he went beyond the pale. People are resigning now. I'm like, he said he was gonna do this the whole time. Now you're resigning? Like, come on, guys, stop, know, stop playing. There's a big ass difference to be like, yo, next time I see Debo, I'm gonna slap him in his mouth, dog. I'm gonna slap him in his mouth next time I see him. Watch. Let that nigga say something to me. What's up, Debo? Bro. You know what I mean? There's a big difference between that. So I can understand why. But then again, 
the only thing is like the only reason why people are doing that now is because he you know he stinks too much you know what i'm saying he's burned all his capital is also he lost the election people were leaving him the minute he became a loser quote unquote they started to that's dip true. away from him. That's true. Little by and little. And that's exactly what he would do. Like, mm-hmm. he couldn't expect nothing less from people who would support him. But not, a lot of the losers are still supporting him. They're, they're, they're still... And that, they're the, those are the jackasses who are attacking the Capitol building. Damn, bro. And, and <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy? Is that with all of this bullshit, you know, two people have died already, bro? I thought it but, I think the number total is five. Oh, okay, five no, no, I, I know of two confirmed deaths, and so I'm sure those, those other three, I'm just waiting to see what the news says about them, because, yo, one of them was a, a Capitol Police officer that got hit in the head with a, with a fire extinguisher, nigga died, and one of them was the lady who was walking in front of the, who's, who was trying to resist when they were trying to clear out the Capitol building, and they, I guess she was standing around some people who had guns, and when she encroached, the Capitol Police feared for their life, and Cheated him like they would a nigga. Who's like, listen, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Bro, but did you see that shit? They were taking selfies with them. They yep. opened up the gates for them at one yep. point. Gently escorting them down the stairs. Oh, bro. Like, oh, sorry, you got maced. Let me help you out of the crowd. Oh, man. Bro, this shit was wild. But I'm glad that a lot of white people are starting to see, like, oh, there's a clear double standard here. Oh, the double standard's real, real. Like, it's big, real. Like, it's... It's powerfully evident. I mean, it's always been there. It, it's always been all of that, but now it's happened on the national stage, and there is no other way to spin it at this point. I mean, try as they may, they will. Yeah. But at this point, this is I think this is the first like absolutely national incident that's like. And they still tried like to that. find some way. Like oh, yeah, these, you know, these for people sure. came bearing symbols of who they supported with no masks on. Nah, bro, that was Antifa, son. And, and they were like, it's Antifa. That was Antifa, son. I can't, yo, nigga, I was just like... Antifa everywhere, my G. Yo, they're... Yo, the gas, yo, the gaslighting, bro. That's what gets me about gaslighting. Is like, when, when, when they're sitting there trying to tell you one thing, like, no, I'm not standing in front of you, but they're standing in front of you, and you're just like, but come on, man. I can see you, dog. Hey, man. Liars don't lie, bro. Hey, come on. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> At that, what that's point? I, that's why I, that's just time to make an executive decision. When a nigga's lying to you about the sun that you both are experiencing, it's time to make it. But you know, a lot decision. of people, I've stopped talking to a lot of people because, like, the moment I see someone do that and, like, I haven't <laughs> built up a rapport enough with you to to want to delve deeper into what's going on, I just, There's I just the like, problem I'm right never going to. I'm never going to fuck with you again. I'm just going to stop talking to you. Like, oh, okay, you lied about that. I'm good. There's no reason to ever speak to you again. Feel me. That's just, I'm not going to entertain that. You know what I mean? Like, that that shit is silly because, like. People do that now. Words have no meanings. People just do that. And then, I think a lot of people are distancing distancing themselves from Trump now because, I mean, the shit he's doing is clearly illegal. Like, he's definitely. Yo, he had, Mm -hmm. yo. Fucking Giuliani went on stage and was like, we need to have trial by combat. Like, <laughs> my nigga, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with Yo, you? Yo, he's got the lit medication, money. Yo, Bro. his medication must be amazing. Yo, how does Giuliani <laughs> not go to jail? Bro, oh like, God, the, his medication like, must be so good. How, I don't understand, like, trial And then there's people who say, man, Giuliani's a great lawyer. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on right now? What is going on right now? This man Paid is liars. clearly... A fucking yo, he's he's clearly a mess of a man. He's 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 not. He he has issues. He has major issues. I don't know what those issues are. I don't know if 
they're issues of old age. I don't know if they're issues of just over medication. I don't know if yes. they're issues of just development. Like he's had a yes. longstanding mental development issue and they're just coming to, to bear now because he's being put into this national spotlight. I don't know, but he has major issues. And the fact that it's so painfully evident for everyone to see and people still laud this man, still laud him. Like yo, America's got a major fucking problem. Yeah, a major problem and the worst the problem part is, is, is like, disposable income bro if you have enough money you can pay people to say anything bro america yeah, like paid liars bro that's all it is man like i don't understand how so much of this country functions under that weird auspice and 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 and, and shit still rolls man we still keep on doing things you know what i mean i'm just like man this, you know there's a lot of countries that have like way more dedicated people that just have that have an issue with getting up and running. You know what I mean? But America, man, we don't got, like, most of, the, of our institutions are completely ineffective. But, boy, this country keeps going, man. Keeps on kicking. Only too big to fail. Oh, gosh. The personification of, the, of that ideology is America. Man, that was the, I think that's the real danger of of globalization. Because now, like, yeah, like, other countries, like, I'm sure they would like to stop fucking fucking with us. They'd love to say, you know what, America? We really don't fuck with you. We don't we don't need to trade with you. And our alliances are the only reason why we even fuck with you. And your your items in our market are actually like inferior and bring down the 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 value of our market. So we just don't I'm sure there's plenty of countries that would like to say that. America would be like, you're bad. Next, I, and that, that's the crazy part is like, damn, they done Next. fucked up already. They <laughs> fucked up already. Like now we here. Now we here. What you gonna do? How are you gonna get us out of your market? That sounds like question. a you problem, my G. What you gonna do after you pay me? A big you problem. You feel me? Said uh, after you pay me all that money that you supposed to be getting back. I don't know how you gonna. Man, fix you that pay problem. me to put all these guns here. You paid me to put all these niggas with guns in your country. I'm just saying. Now you just want to stop buying my oil? How about no? <laughs> but yeah, we did, definitely we got to call this what it is. This is not a this is not a coup attempt. This is this is somebody who is abusing their power to a great degree. Epic tantrum. Epic. But this is not a coup. A coup would 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 involve tanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a coup would involve military presence would actually uh involve people like entering to the state house with the goal of utilizing the apparatus of the state house to 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 exact a change in legislation like most of those people thought that they were there to cheer on the republicans that were trying to fight against the confirmation of the electoral college votes that's what a lot of those people were there for honestly they just got sucked up in the mob mentality of what was going on like the weak-minded sheep that they are and Goofs. and started doing dumb shit goofy ass <laughs> so yo i saw goofy. one thing on twitter that was hilarious <laughs> when it was like i've been watching all of these videos of these protesters and i don't know why they're climbing over the stone walls when there's f- stairs 10 feet to the left of them and i'm just like 
true story. It's for the photo op, man. Bro, we it's much rather a, scale this yeah, wall. Yeah, you know what I mean? I gotta, it's got to look. Oh, man, there was another it's one. It's got to fit the narrative they have Listen, in their head. The internet is, is, is undefeated. One dude was like, yo, you know this is nothing more than white people trying to make their version of the Pimple Butterfly cover? <laughs> and then, of course, you had somebody who made the picture, bro. It was epic, man. Ugh. <laughs> This is white people trying to live out their Tabimpa butterfly fantasy. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. They're charging the fort. They're fucking, they're the heroes of their journey, man. Yeah, man. It, it, I don't know, man. And, and it's so funny, dude. Like, there's this, like, so, like, they're stealing things out of the state house. And it's like, dude, you're stealing federal records. Like, you're on Facebook posting pictures of you with stolen property. Like, yeah, you should be happy about that. Bro, so, I mean, I'm glad when I, I I love stupid criminals, Monty. I love it. I well, love when they record their crimes and put it on the internet. But no one's looking for them. No one cares. Like no, no one's gonna no one's gonna come after them. I mean, some of them have already lost their jobs. So you know. Well, yes. If and and gosh, there are consequences to that level. I of ignorance. hope more of them do. I <laughs> hope so. I hope somebody takes responsibility for for like not enabling these astards to continue to wreak their ignorance throughout society. Like, every job who employs one of these people, just know you are enabling these fucktards to survive in a world where they don't respect any of the institutions that reproduced their well-being. You know what I mean? And I'm not even a big fan of the government, but I do know that it works for a lot of non-black people. (laughs) I know the government works for a lot of non-black people. Let's not fucking kid ourselves. You know what I mean? Like... My opinion of the government is definitely steeped in my blackness and the fact that I fully well understand that there is a multi-tiered class system and part of it is based on race and being part of that black, you know, class, being being black and race puts you in an underclass. Unfortunately, no matter what it is, whether it comes to banking, uh, medical uh, and, and representation, you know what I mean? And so my idea of politics is very steeped in that. But that is not to say that there is a lot of white people who benefit from the presence of this government in a very, very great way. You know what I mean? And so the fact of the matter is that a lot of people who were marching on the Capitol were people who were beneficiaries of that, mm-hmm. of the very system that I'm talking about. And so it's just, man, I just, I, I, I this is not a coup. This is a, it's a slap in the face. To, to the to the law-abiding public of America that says not only will people flaunt the 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 ignorance and the and the 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 uselessness of police when it comes to white America but they will they'll do it so brazenly that you have no choice but to 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 look at it I mean, this is pretty stark because in in Portland, during the protest, they were pretty pretty violent against those white people, and so I don't know what was well. I do know what's different. It's like it's just, and it's even that's that's a part of the class system because these were a different type of white people. These were Trump supporters. The Capitol's police wasn't weren't gonna weren't gonna uh, manhandle the supporters of the uh, of the sitting president. And so that that that's that's you know that's another part of the weird dichotomy that goes on with this with this abuse of power. You know, like it's just it, it's a it's a real weird thing. It's going to be interesting to see how that develops because America's got a it's, it's got a lot of confront uh reckoning to do with with the the duality or the 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 bipolar nature of its own society. 
But yeah, beyond that, there wasn't much else going on. Um, you know, I do talk a lot about uh, this show, uh, my interaction with with my significant other, and so I figured I'll wrap up today with uh, gleaning some relationship wisdom for the for the masses, for the for the for the baited listeners. So, uh, you know, over my time throughout the course of my relationship, I've learned a, a few things. Um, and any advice that I give you, I want to give the caveat that, you know, it's up to you to determine whether your relationship is worth working at, because not all relationships are worth taking the time and effort it takes to build because relationships take time and effort to build. And I want to give relationship advice to people who have identified healthy, worthwhile relationships to be in. So that's, that's one caveat I want to give. And that leads into the next point I want to make. And that is, is that in relationships, you have to be comfortable with treating your significant other in ways that you don't typically treat people. You have to be open to, to, to being understanding of things that, you know, you might not typically be, be open to, you know, ways of interacting, you know, ways of being intimate, ways of communicating um, that, yeah, you probably won't take the time and effort to exercise for everyone you know, and you probably shouldn't. But when it comes to your significant other, you have to be comfortable with, with you know, sometimes being the one to be submissive and listening. And sometimes, you know, you have to be the dominant one and you have to be okay with switching in those kind of roles and things of that nature. So that's all to say I want to preface any advice I give with those with those um, caveats, you know, um, determine the value of your relationship and relationships have to you have to be open to dealing with your significant other in new and interesting ways. And with that being said. Any issue you have in your relationship is. L- and that is. In a loving relationship where both sides are committed and have been have determined that they are willing to work at it, most times in a situation like that, any problems that you have with your significant other are going to be 50-50. They might originate with the other person, but if it becomes a problem, it's probably because you also did not respond to that well. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a problem. You know, you would resolve it very quickly, you know. And so anything that actually develops into a problem is more than more than times than not going to be 50-50. And so in acknowledging that, there's always, there's always uh, something to be garnered for both sides of the conversation. Even if you didn't start the problem, if a problem persists, there's probably something that can be learned from, from both sides. And so one thing that I've learned from my side frequently is is you got to be able to communicate uh, effectively. You got to be able to speak to the other person, especially because in a relationship you're likely to go through points of feeling things that might be that might be considered insulting to the other person. But you have to express them and get them out in acceptable ways so that you can work through those feelings. You don't want those kind of feelings to sit because if you just sit there in the back of your mind and you have this this derogatory thought of this person that you have never expressed, it it's likely to affect the way that you feel about that person. And so in knowing that 
you have to learn to communicate those things. You have to learn to communicate those things in a in a, an effective and loving manner because a lot of times the other person isn't going to initially take it right. And so if you aren't effective at at communicating using words that aren't insulting or maybe invective to that person, you're going to lose any value that could be had and growth on both sides. You know, someone's not going to be willing to be receptive to any criticism you have of them if you're not communicating it in 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 a language that they find accepting. Some people like harsh language. Like I myself, I personally don't mind harsh language. I believe that it, you know, they're words and they're meant to convey feelings and 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 meanings. And using harsh language is just on that spectrum. Some people you can't use harsh language with. It immediately shuts them down. But being able to navigate that kind of communication is paramount in any kind of conflict resolution in in a relationship. And at the same token, on the other side, when it when you are in a relationship that, as I said, you've deemed is worthwhile and and is a loving relationship and you can trust that other person when you've identified that that person might might have maybe miscommunicated it's a special skill to be able to fix your face and and adjust your attitude because a lot of times people and and I could say this in my own relationship there's just a miscommunication or there was an expectation that wasn't met and if you can just communicate that without perpetuating a certain attitude, it would help resolve a situation before it became a problem or before anyone became bothered. But once that is acknowledged, if the other party isn't able to to readjust their attitude towards saying, you know what, I was very frustrated, but upon thinking about it, maybe there was a better way of going about it. Let me adjust my my frustration level at least instead of continuing to acknowledge what's going on in the same angry and, and boisterous manner, it would it goes a long way to resolving conflict in in relationships, and that's just and that's something that takes practice over time. You know, it, it's not something that that comes naturally, especially you know because we all have our own scars, and and who knows what behaviors could be triggering us. But if you practice those kind of skills the 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 ability to readjust your attitude if you practice your skills on on using language that might that that is less less offensive to people um even if you're trying to to convey a feeling that might not that might come off as criticism towards the person it goes a long way to 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 helping you know conflict resolution in a relationship and those are two key skills that i find um, you know, I think uh, are, are some gems that took me a long time to really come to grips with how important they were. And so, yeah, I'll just leave you guys with those those nuggets of wisdom. Appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, you can follow us on the social media. You can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Kareem underscore T and at Home Heron. And you can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever will learn from. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Peace. Take it easy.